attention, please. Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. I had to. I like, No hello, hello, hello this week. It's ho, ho, ho. Oh, that's good. Merry holidays. See, it's good. You know, whatever. Sure. Yeah. We get it. We're talking about the holidays at Disney today. I'm so excited. As we all know, it's Mariah season. It is officially Mariah season. We're very excited. We know here at Gen D, we are big fans of Mariah season. Did you know that she's playing the Hollywood Bowl like right now? She's doing, I, I know she's yeah, coming out to coming Madison here. Square Garden, right? But she's doing yeah. the Hollywood Bowl right now. So I've seen a lot of my friends are there and they've been posting all these stories on it Instagram. Looks it looks magical. amazing. It looks amazing. So are you going to go? Do you think they make it snow at the Hollywood Bowl? Absolutely, they, they do. do. Yeah. I hope they do. Are you going to go? Yeah, we're keeping our eye on tickets because okay. they're both sold out. So I'm like playing the Ticketmaster game to see if we can score some. I'm also asking around to some people yeah. to see who's Pull got a few like strings. maybe, I don't know, a suite or something that they yep. could entertain me at. Wouldn't That'd be that great. be lovely? Oh, yeah, man. you know, well, you and your fancy seats at the Hollywood Bowl. So, dude, so I know I've said this before that. <laughs> OK, look, I have lived in Los Angeles for almost 14 years of my life. And every year I've gone to the Hollywood Bowl at least twice. I've never sat in the fancy terrace seats. Those are the ones like in the boxes. Yeah, they're great. This year, this year, 2023 was my year, baby, because I sat not once, not twice, but three times in box seats at the Hollywood Bowl. So I am bougie and I can't sit anywhere else other than the box seats at this point. So I know this was the problem when we went to Kelly Clarkson. Like I was very thankful we were there and happy with our seats. Yeah. But having been in that theater at the like center table yeah. down there in the VIP section before. Was that for Brittany? We ruined it. No, that was for um that was for JLo. Oh, that would be so good. I want to see J-Lo. Oh, my gosh. It was so, so we were, we were in, oh, my gosh, because now she's with Ben Affleck, and that's all that matters. Who is she with? A-Rod. So we oh, were yeah. in A-Rod's seats. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I won't ever tell the story publicly on how we got there and how we got those seats. We did not pay for them because I do not make that much money ever. In my lifetime, would I make that much money <laughs> for those tickets? But we had a blast, and JLo put on a show. And then we go to Kelly, which was a much better concert than JLo's show. But, like, it was a little hard. A little hard being in the back, especially, too, because Caroline, who went to Kelly with us, she and yeah. I went and saw Kelly in Kansas City and sat at the very front row bar stool seats where we had a personal bartender, and it was like a private concert with Kelly. Oh, that's nice, so, too. Yeah, yeah, I've been I ruined. So I get it. I get it. It get ruins it. you. You get ruined. So I'm just letting I everybody know. know I can't go to the Hollywood Bowl unless I'm sitting in a box seat. All right. That's, well, that's my life. So anyway, we thought we were going to really dive into the holidays at the parks. But first, because it is Thanksgiving week, we are recording this on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Yes. Got to ask, Dana, what are you doing for Thanksgiving this year? You know, every year for Thanksgiving, we just stay here in Los Angeles. We usually will go other places for Christmas, but Thanksgiving, we kind of like having the town to ourselves. It feels like everybody normally leaves. So we're just having a small little get together. It's a pretty small one this year. We've got fan favorite Kim Moffat, who 
I think would prefer us to have like a horn audio effect every time we mention her name. Yeah. Like something like that. There's there's the audio effect. Yeah. yeah. Pew, 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 pew. It has to be like a pew, pew. Like a Star pew, Wars. Pew, pew. No, she won't know that. Yeah, she that. doesn't know that reference because she's never seen a movie before <laughs> oh, in her life. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, just cue a Tangled song. Yeah, there you go. We've got Kim coming over, <laughs> and then we also have our friend Sierra and Cowboy, as we affectionately call him, her partner, and then Ray and us. So it's going to be small. Nice. Yeah, it'll be nice. Have you started cooking? I haven't yet, but tomorrow I'm baking the apple pie, and then most of my stuff I'm going to start in the morning, and then Ryan's going to take over the kitchen in the afternoon for the turkey. My traditions are that I always watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It's non-negotiable. I, know. I have to. I have to watch it. I love it you, so there's much. Nothing better than mimosas and French toast and the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on Thanksgiving morning. You're reminding me. I need to go get some champagne. But yes, so that's what I'm going to do in the morning, and then in the nice. evening, the other non-negotiable in this household, in the Johnston household, is that after dinner. Usually after Ray's gone to bed, but maybe this year she'll want to stay up for it. We watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. My favorite. Oh, I love it because it, they land in Wichita, Kansas. They do. That's yeah. where the flight lands. In they Wichita, get delayed which in Wichita. Which literally makes zero sense when they're trying to go from like New York to Chicago that they jet down to Wichita, Kansas. Yeah. But sure, sure, we'll go with that. Uh, well, that sounds amazing. That's when the dogs are barking tonight. My dogs are barking yep. tonight. I can, I can quote that whole movie. <laughs> Those are not pillows. You're going the wrong way. I mean, <laughs> it's the best. I like me. My wife likes me. It's a classic. I think we're going to have to watch that one this year. Oh, it's so good. John Candy and Steve Martin. It's a classic. And my mom said to me the other day that she's like, I think, you know, we lump that movie into just the holiday movies. And she's like, I think that might be my absolute favorite holiday movie. Mm. And I think it's a close second for me. My favorite is Christmas Vacation. Chevy Chase. I get no kidding. Yeah. That's my fave. Yeah. Well, out here in New York, we are doing our annual tradition of going to see the balloons blowing up for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So I will be sure anything. The night before. Yeah, the night before. So we're picking Noah up from daycare at three and we're headed down there to go stand in the world's longest line. I think I posted all this stuff on the Instagram last year. I'll do it again this year so you can all vicariously live through us. Which I guess I'm telling you that now, but that'll already be gone. In past tense, lived lived. through us. You did. You saw it on the Instagrams. No, I have to do it because we're in the past. It was great. It was great. I had a great time. That Snoopy balloon, always a classic. Love it. Always, always a classic. And the Disney treasure float is going to be out there this year. So was out there. Yeah. So past tense was was, out there. Was yes, (laughs) yes. We are traveling time. So anyway, we're going to do that and then go out to dinner. And then get up and watch the parade from the comfort of our home and not go out and deal with the crowds. And then we're going to Felicia and Melissa, who were on the podcast a couple of years ago. We're going Yay. to their house down in Brooklyn for Thanksgiving. And then we are fully in holiday mode here at the, the Seacrest house. We've got some decorations up. And Kurt surprised me, got us a little holiday tree, a six-foot tree that's going up in the corner. Us little Jews with our little holiday tree. (laughs) But the fun thing is Kurt's parents are getting here, and we have a couple nights where we, Kurt and I, get to be child-free and go out because (gasps) his parents are going to be here. And get this, there is a Hanukkah pop-up bar in New York called the Maccabee Bar. And so we're going to go. It's all Hanukkah-themed and, like, Hanukkah-themed cocktails and, like, 
donuts and souvenirs. We call them and all this stuff. So it's gonna be really fun. We're gonna go do that. Oh, that'll be so fun. Are here for a night out. Yeah. I have a very important question. We're going to go over and celebrate the first night of Hanukkah with a Hanukkah yeah. brunch with the Mertzmans. You all know Allison Mertzman. Mm. And so she, her kids are the same age as Ray, and we're taking her over on the first night of Hanukkah. So what do I bring? What do I do? How, how do I show Bring up? jelly donuts. Jelly don- Jelly-filled donuts? Yeah, jelly okay. donuts. Sofinyot is what we call them. So the idea is everything has to be cooked in oil. Uh-huh. Right, that traditionally because it's it's the oil last was supposed to last for one day, lasted eight. That's why we have Hanukkah miracle miracle happened here. Mm-hmm. So the idea is we eat a lot of foods every night, like that are cooked in oil, very good for the heart. It's great. Um, so like <laughs> potato latkes and those things, but we also love like sauvignon, which are these donuts. They're fried donuts, jelly filled. So you can really anywhere you go to get jelly filled donuts, and they're a great dessert to bring. Something like that, very traditional. So like we're gonna we're actually going back to Felicia and Melissa's for the second night of Hanukkah party at their house and we're gonna bring a whole thing of donuts. Nice. Okay, cool. Well Ray is very excited. I think Ray thinks she's Jewish because um <laughs> she's really into like her Hanukkah books and stuff. And we've learned a lot too. I'm I'm all for it. But uh last year when she was in kindergarten, her teacher, who is Jewish, called us up and was like, Is Ray Jewish? Because she knows so much about the holiday <laughs> traditions. It was like, nope. She just really likes learning about it on television and in her books and stuff. So there you have it. Yeah. So we also are pulling out the Hanukkah Mickey that we have from last year. We have a Hanukkah Mickey. He's coming out to sit on the shelf and we've got a bunch of Disney Hanukkah stuff because every year the mouse house gets a little better. It used to be like, I think when we started the podcast, the Hanukkah section was like a shelf in the corner of world of Disney. And that was it. Right. It's grown. They've really expanded the line. And also, hot tip, if you go to Home Goods, they've got all the Mickey Mouse Hanukkah stuff at Home Goods, which is way cheaper than ordering from Shop Disney or going to a Disney store. But they've got all the Hanukkah Mickey stuff. And so we are going to, I mean, of course, we're going to go to the Disney store, pick up a couple more chachkis of Mickey. Of course and you Hanukkah, are. Because but- I can't help myself. So we're excited. We're And I... I love that they are starting to do more and more. Yeah. I remember one year we went to Disney over the holidays and I bought like, I think you know this, I bought all Hanukkah, Disney Hanukkah themed t-shirts that I found on the internet. It was a deep dive to find these t-shirts. Oh, I bet. We, we did it. We did it. But we thought tonight, speaking of Disney, we would do a breakdown of the holidays at both parks at Disney World. Yeah. And Disneyland, because there's some new stuff. There's some old classics. So we thought we'd talk through them. A lot of these are special ticketed events that happen. Some of them are stuff you can just go to. So we thought we'd talk through what a lot of these events are happening between now and the end of the year. It's always funny when we go down to Disney World in January, the first week of January, mm-hmm. when we arrive, all the Christmas stuff is still up. And then about halfway through the week, it's gone. Like just gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, (laughs) and we're up so early to do the marathon stuff in the morning that you see them as you're going through the lobby, you see the like decoration crew, like taking the tree down at two o'clock in the morning as we're getting up to go run a race. So wild. So why don't we start over in Florida, over on my coast? 
Oh, that makes me sad. I wish my coast was your coast, but here we are. I know. So, so we're going to start with a brand new event. Over at Hollywood Studios, Disney, I think, looked at the parks and said, oh, we're not doing a holiday ticketed event at this place. Let's make some more money. So they created Disney's Jollywood Nights over mm-hmm. at Hollywood Studios. Full disclosure, Kurt Knight very much debated getting on a plane and going down there just to go to this event because it is a very, yeah, because it's a very 1920s themed holiday party. It's like a very, very retro holiday party. Um, We watched several of our favorite vloggers, the magic dads, ordinary adventures, and those folks who have gone to the event on a surface level, it looks really, really, really cool. They've got all kinds of live performances. They have a Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along over where the Frozen sing-along is. Uh-huh. And the Jack Skellington puppet, this full-size puppet. Yeah. Kurt and I were watching a video tonight. Jaws dropped. Like, this puppet is incredible. Like, one of the best puppets I've ever seen them put together. Like, it was just, it's, go look it up on YouTube. It It's really, really, really good. Cool. So it's a sing-along story, very much the same like elk of the um, Frozen sing-along that has comedy to it and everything else. Um, this is a Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along. Mm-hmm. Over where they do the Beauty and the Beast show, they transform this into a holiday special, a live holiday special. So think like the old school holiday specials that you would watch on TV. I'm like, we, <laughs> we love to watch some of the really old ones on YouTube during the holidays. Yeah. This is hosted by Kermit and Miss Piggy (gasps) with appearances by Mickey and Minnie. We watched a good part of it tonight. It's really good. It's really, really good. Like it's old classic holiday songs sung by characters. Tiana comes out and does a bit like it's, it's really good. Really, really good. So that looked really good. And then, Over at the Hollywood Brown Derby, they've got a performance over there. And what's cool there is it's open. It's one of the sit-down restaurants that are actually open during the event. And they've turned it into Jazzy Holidays, a speakeasy-inspired jazz lounge. Mm. So we watched that. I gotta say, they could have done better. It's very full lighting in there, and it looks like the Hollywood Brown Derby minus. They have a jazz piano player up playing jazz piano the whole time surrounded by like gaudy Christmas decorations, but that's it. And so I was watching some of the vloggers and they were talking about it and they're like, I just wish they would have transformed the space a little more, like made it dark and intimate made it feel more like 1920s speakeasy or something like that. And then over at the Hollywood tower hotel, you can get a little more feel for the 1920s speakeasy style. There's an outdoor bar over by where the world's best Joffrey's cart is mind you, <laughs> over there. So what they have is they're calling it the tip top club and you can go to the twilight soiree. And this looked really oh, cool. cool. It's in like that courtyard area where you exit the tower of terror. Yeah. It's in that courtyard area there. And they have a live 1920s style band playing at night with like themed cocktails that you can pick up and stuff like that. So that looked kind of cool. To go do various rides are open during the event. As usual, a lot of folks will buy these tickets just to go like not have to wait in line for yeah. some of their favorite rides. Slinky Dog Dash and Mickey Minis are open. However, if you are going over the next month, please know Star Wars Rise of the Resistance will use a virtual queue. 
So they're back on a virtual queue just during Jollywood nights. So keep that in mind. So if you have not bought tickets yet, I think there are some dates still available. And mind you, we are recording this on Tuesday, but I believe some of the dates in December are still available. So check it out. See if you can find it. The pricing, though, it ain't cheap. Ugh. It ranges from $159 per person <gasps> to $179 per person. Nope. No, thank you. Oof. I mean, everything you're for, describing. And it's four hours. Yeah, that's that's the price of a day ticket in general. Yeah. Can we talk about real quick where this is a little off topic? It's not off topic, but it's a derailment from our holiday stuff. Can we talk about like, is a ticketed event at Disney world worth it when they're between 160 Mm. to 180 bucks? Do you, and they're four hours long. Do you find that they're worth it? I will say they're four hours long, but generally they allow you entry two hours before the event starts. True. That's so you do get access to the park early. So it's more like a six, five and a half, six hour event. We've been to a few. We've been to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. We've been to Villains After Hours. We've been to... What else have we... We've been to a couple. I'm, I'm blanking on the other ones we've been to. But that said, I think depending on the park, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So like for Kurt and I, when we went to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party at the Magic Kingdom... That was fun, and I felt like worth it. And that was worth it because we got to ride a lot of the rides that usually have very long wait times mm-hmm. with a very quick wait. Yeah. The Sanderson Sisters show is something that you have to go see. And then their fireworks were phenomenal, the Halloween fireworks. Yeah. So to me, that was worth it. Some of these other ones, I don't know. But like, yet we're looking at, we've actually been talking about, do we try it this summer to get Oogie Boogie's Boo Bash, or yeah, Oogie Boogie's, is it Oogie Boogie? Are you want, o- Oogie Boogie is out here in California. Yeah, 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 yeah that one. Yeah. So we're like, do we want to try to get that for next year? Because that one does seem cool and different. And it does offer a lot it of different. It seems very cool and it sells out quickly. It's, I think, the most popular. Yep. Also, Disneyland, California just doesn't do the evening ticketed events very often so that's kind of the one big one is the halloween one i feel like i don't personally find them worth the price but that's also because of where i am in my life and where my kid is in her life Mm. and keeping her up at night like if i were just two adults going and we and we did the ticketed events before too before we were parents i found them really worth it then but I think with like little kids or, yeah. um, you know, maybe when you have teenagers, it's worth it, uh, but not worth it. If you're also spending the whole day in the park on the earlier side of the day, it just feels like a lot of money you're throwing. Just think of it as like one whole day ticket. Then my other question for you really quick is, do you think it's worth going to the parks on days when there is a ticketed event happening that evening? So you're losing out on your late afternoon, early evening time. So for us, when we done these ticketed events, we kind of stacked the day to do different things. Yeah. So for a while before we had Noah, 
we would do when we did Mickey's Not So Scary and when we did Villains After Hours, we purposely did those. And I think we also did an After Hours event in Animal Kingdom one year as well. We would do those as that visit to the park because we knew we'd rather pay for that ticket, go to that park for six hours, bang out the rides you want to bang out, and also do some of the fun things. And then we're good with that park for the trip. That was pre having a kid. So you weren't having to wait in the lines. You weren't having to do those other things, but you could still experience the park. So I think in that sense, it worked. Yeah. But now with a kid, like I'm agree- I agree with you now with a kid, these are really hard to do because also the kiddos aren't going to stay up till 1230 in the morning. Yeah. Right. So like, I think it's just depends on that phase of life that you're yeah. in. If these are worth it. And also like what you want to get out of it. Cause like, you know, look, they, they do the specialty menus, right? They do these other food things. And if you're a big Disney foodie and you want to try these other treats and have these things, like, you got to show up to the event yeah. or something like that. Yep. So I don't know. I think it's I think it's an interesting thing to think about and where you want to spend your money. I would rather, if I'm being honest, have a nice experience, spend the, this kind of money, probably less than two tickets would have been. To go to like Space 220 at Epcot and have a really nice dinner. Yeah. You know, like that to me is more worth it than. Ooh, or the California for, Grill in, in the yeah. contemporary. And watch yeah. the fireworks from the roof of the. Yeah. Yeah. That feels that feels better. So I don't know. You people tell us what you think. Like if you've experienced the evening extra ticketed events, let us know. Like if you think they're worth the price tag of up to $180. I think that's the key question we're yeah. asking here is is it worth oh, and the some price? Some of them get even more. Some are yeah. over $200. Right, which can be over the amount that you would pay for a regular day ticket. So, yeah. Yep. Are they worth it? I will just throw in really quick. There are a couple bites at the Jollywood Nights that do have me interested and like I would be like, "Yeah, maybe that'd be cool to go have." They have the Sandy Claus hot cocoa. And this is Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas inspired dark chocolate hot cocoa topped with cherry whipped cream. I like that you threw in Tim Burton's inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm reading it directly off the blog. (laughs) But then they also have the Naughty or Nice Crown Royal Whiskey and Ginger mixed with orange cranberry and grapefruit topped with fresh cranberries. Oh. I don't hate that. I like the trademarked uh, hot chocolate a little bit more. Yeah. Tim Burton TM Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> one. But there are a couple other cool things. I feel like they're giving a hat tip to the juice. The brisket Reuben funnel cake. Oh, okay. Ooh, beef brisket and sauerkraut slaw topped with Thousand Island dressing served on a funnel cake. That I don't know. Delicious. That's delicious. That's really Really good. The last one to mention is the mistletoe martini. Tito's handmade vodka with St. Germain elderflower liqueur mixed with cranberry juice topped with fresh cranberries and mint leaves. And then, sorry, the last one, because they brought this up in the vlog, Gertie, the dinosaur from Hollywood Studios. Yeah. They have made a Gertie cake, Gertie cookie. It's a Gertie, sorry, not cake. Gertie cookie wearing his little Santa hat. And you can have it dipped in your ice cream, and it's adorable. It's a oh, sugar that's cookie. that's pretty cute. Yeah, it's cute. So there's, there's, I mean, this is just like the beginning. There's frozen snowball macaroons. There's like all kinds of cocktails. Like the list goes on and on and on. So if you're into that stuff and you're into the specialty food and drinks and all this stuff, maybe it's worth it to you. But also know 
none of that's included and you're going to pay for that on top of your nearly $200 ticket. Yeah, that's a lot. All right, should we hop on JetBlue and fly on over to Anaheim? As we or should. Or not JetBlue, yes. who's doing that? Breeze, isn't it Breeze? Breeze, I think it's yeah. Breeze Airways doing the doing the express flight, which I think they're canceling because nobody is buying it. Oh, really? Okay, so I'm going to talk about California Adventure. There's some cool stuff that's come out that's new. I got to say, by and large, most everything at the Disneyland Resort is going to be pretty much the same as previous years. But, you know, I I love Disneyland and, you know, the Disney parks for all of the Christmas and holiday stuff that they do. They're really big on, you know, packing in a punch with the cultural stuff for the holidays, which I always appreciate. You really get to see the melting pot that is kind of representative of California here during the holidays at the parks. Um, So returning is the Viva Navidad performance showcase over by the Paradise Gardens area. Every year they'll kind of have, this is like where they had the Coco performance Mm -hmm. last, you know, Halloween season. But this is going to be a big exuberant performance that's kind of featuring Brazil and Mexico cultural performers and elements so they're going to have some mariachi music they're going to have brazilian samba dancers they're going to have um, some drummers that are going to come out and drum while these big i think they're called mohanga puppets like these big tall puppets which might be the same as as the jack skellingtons you're talking about but they're puppets of santa and mrs claus and then there's a special appearance at the end of these performances with Mickey and Minnie, and they're going to come out in in festival gear as well. So um, I know I haven't seen this. This is a new show. Um, I've seen variations of it, and they've also done parades over here. Uh, so I'm excited. We're going here next week, and I'm going to definitely want to check this out. Yes. We also have, same as last year, we have Santa Claus returning to the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. He'll be there and through December 24th. So if you're going to Disney, it's a great chance to meet Santa. He's also going to be over at Disneyland, but I've told my daughter she's excited to go see him. She's already got her list of what, what she's going to What a magical man. He's he magical. Be, he can be anywhere. How is he? He's at Disneyland and at DCA. And the North Pole at the same time. Wow. It's impressive. Okay, some other highlights. We've got the Mickey's Happy Holiday like dance parade that's going to be going down the street. And they're going to have kind of a drum line of the Holiday Toy Soldier drummers, which is adorable. They're going to also have, this is for you, my friend, a mostly kosher, which honors the Hanukkah <laughs> blend, and it's going to be a jazz and Latin band, and then they're going to do some rock fusion. I don't know what all that means, but there's going to be a mostly kosher <laughs> band performing. <laughs> There'll be a few other like. I appreciate, swing- I appreciate the hat tip to uh, Hanukkah there. <laughs> mostly kosher. They've got a few others, like the Fat Cat Swingers are going to be back doing like their swing dancing music. And then the Blue 13 Dance Company will be out there also doing kind of more of a Bollywood style of of dance. Yeah, I know. Oh, and the Mistletoes, which is a uh, singing acapella ensemble that's in the spirit of Kwanzaa. So those are kind of the big performers and and all of those individual performers like i was mentioning about they will usually be over on the main stage that's in front of where world of color occurs speaking of world of color this is really exciting and i definitely want to check this out 
World of Color has a show called Season of Light, and it's a 23-minute full holiday performance of basically World of Color. So this Ooh, is really cool. It's that not sounds just like really a, good. I know. It's not just a top and tails of the show. Like, usually they'll do, like, a single song. Um, this time, it's – no, this the whole show is a holiday-themed World of Color. I feel like I'm, like, having to resist the urge to go book a room the – at the Grand Californian to be able to and watch it. it. Like, I know. Oh my gosh, to watch it, to watch that show with cocktails from that viewing area right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. That'd be so nice. Oh. Well, I want to watch it this coming week when we go because I'm, I'm really excited about that. So it will be there through January 7th. Okay. And the last thing I'm going to mention about California Adventure is that the Festival of the Holiday food booths are back. We've got eight standalone food booths that you can go and try out. They'll be there from November 10th through January 7th again. And I'm going to just list out a couple that I think sound really great. They've got the Brews and Bites, which uh, there's only one food option at that kiosk, which is an impossible chorizo queso fundido with some house-made tortilla chips. Very interested. That's only $7.50. I'm like, that sounds – I hope it's not teeny tiny, but – it sounds great, and I definitely <laughs> want to share it with people. This one has our, our dear friend Sierra Jones written all over it. It's a beverage, and it's the churro ale with frozen beer slushy. So it's churro Only ale, if it which, comes in the yard long. Like I, I feel she, like I feel like it has to come in the yard long. She wishes. So it's churro <laughs> ale with a frozen slush of beer, butterscotch, gingerbread, and house-made churro toffee syrup. That's $17. Jesus. Sierra, good night. You're going to be done after that. But they have a bunch of cool beers We're just also. getting started. One or the other, Dana. <laughs> like, I know. That night's just getting going if that's where you're going to start it with. They have a Golden Road Christmas wheat ale that I'm very excited about at that, at that spot. Then they've got the Favorite Things kiosk or food booth. A couple things here that sound really good. They've got a braised pork belly adobo uh, mm. with garlic rice on the side. And then they have a Mad Santa Macaron, which is inspired by the Santa Claus's series. But it's a basically sounds like kind of a Reese's Macaron. It's like ganache, okay. peanut butter, mousse, and then salted pretzels along the side. A couple other things I want to point out. Ooh, this sounds really good. At Holiday Duets, the kiosk, there's a carnitas mac and cheese with salsa matcha and spiced puff rice. Sounds very interesting. Over there, they have a Cuban paranda cocktail, which is white rum, maraschino liqueur, sour syrup nectar, grapefruit juice, and mint syrup garnished with a dried grapefruit wheel. I can't tell if I like that or hate it. I'm not totally sure. Maybe... Maybe that's a maybe. Yeah. Okay. Then they also have these names are great. Making spirits bright. Adorable. They have a pumpkin layered cheesecake over there. And they also have another impossible dish. It's an impossible chicken curry bite with a lemon riata and coriander chutney. For their beverages, they have a tiramisu yule log cocktail, which sounds disgusting. Ooh, what's in that? Um, vodka, hazelnut liqueur, oat milk. Oh, okay. Tiramisu syrup and chocolate bitters garnished with a cho- with chocolate shavings. Seventeen. Oh, actually, I'm into just imagine that. all these cocktails are seventeen bucks. By the way, I know, but Dana, I'm into that one. I think I'm, because I've been into so I've been making 
a <laughs> put on my Jewish hat. I've been making the Hanukkah Gelt cocktail, which is something I created. So uh-huh. it is Knob Creek, chocolate bitters, uh-huh. orange bitters, dash, very, very small dash of sweet vermouth, and then a chocolate coin inside of it. Ooh, that does sound good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. The chocolate bitters do the trick. Okay. All right. Well, here's another one. This is a new food item at the food booth, a twist on tradition. They've got the savory Kugel mac and cheese with herb breadcrumbs, sour cream, and chives. My people. Kugel. Okay. And the last thing that I want to check out is the food booth, Winter Sliderland. These names (laughs) are just killing me. Um, They have two things over there. They have a, I don't know if I'm saying this right. A Tagarashi chicken slider with fukaki mayo slaw fukaki, yeah. on, a, on a Hawaiian roll. Sounds really good. Can't pronounce any of it. That actually sounds good. I know. I have and no idea what also, you said, but it sounds delicious. It sounds delicious and different. And it's new. It is new. That's $9. And they also have the beef brisket slider with smoked onion and mm. horseradish ketchup on a pretzel roll. Ooh. So, Ooh. yeah, I know. Mr. Kansas City over there. Wet in your whistle. Jewish Kansas City over here. That sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, it does. The beef because I either slider. make beef brisket one or two ways. I either do my aunt's world famous recipe. Shout out to you and mm-hmm. Kathy for that. That I feel like there's only five of us in the world that has that recipe, if that many, which it's a three-day brisket. It takes three days to make this brisket. It's like maybe when you guys come to New York at some point, I will honor you all with the three-day <gasps> family brisket recipe. Okay. So there's that one. And then there's my other one, which is my mom's recipe, which is very French oniony style to it. And this sounds like that, which Ooh. sounds delicious. I love that you're married to a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I literally we were sitting so we're watching we just started watching Julia on HBO uh-huh. Max which we hadn't yeah. watched it yet now it's in its second season and there was a scene where she was like cooking up for a dinner party and I looked at Kurt and I was like I need to have a dinner party because I want to cook like really I good know. meat and serve it to people to enjoy oh <laughs> like, I know babe you do you need to have a dinner oh. party because there's only so much tofu in the world that you can eat. Oh, or impossible meat. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's head back over to the East Coast. Tell us about some more yes. of the parties going on over there. All right. Well, let's head over to your and I's favorite park, Epcot. Yeah. We love Everybody's. Epcot. Everybody. I love it so much. It's the People's Park. It's the People's Park. Did I mention how excited I am that the fact that all the construction walls are going to be gone? Yeah, that's exciting. That is I exciting. cannot wait. Sorry, I just got the hiccups out of nowhere. Okay, so over at Epcot, they've got the Festival of the Holidays. So folks, you're in for a treat. It's not an extra ticketed event. It's a pay as you go. Just buy all the food and all the drinks. So this is very similar to all of their other food festivals that they have. Food and wine, flower and garden, all those different ones that they put on throughout the year. So this one is the Festival of the Holidays. There are booths all around the place. I mean, you've got everything from like the American holiday table. Guess what? Over in America. See, (laughs) smart. I see what they did there. They have an interesting beer over there that I wanted to call out. The three daughters brewing eggnog white Porter. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Huh? I don't know if I like that. Mm. I'm not a Porter girl anyway, but sounds 
a little too much. Too much on the belly. Well, if you're in for a German Christmas, they have the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen with a several different apple ciders and beers over available for you there, along with some things like schnitzel and cheese fondue in a bread bowl, which looks amazing. Cheese fondue in a bread bowl with steamed baby vegetables and marble potatoes. Like it's basically like cheese, veggies and potatoes in a cheese bowl. Sounds well, more delicious. <laughs> They've got some other ones throughout. It's basically what they do. These are very seasonal themed foods for the different regions that are represented in Epcot, which I think is kind of cool. Like I think so many of these Epcot food festivals are just kind of get to be the same after a while. But I like this is one I haven't been to that I kind of want to go to to be able to actually eat my way around the world and taste those different traditional seasonal foods from Are different Are you trying to find another excuse for yourself to go to the Disney yes. parks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But no, but come on. It sounds kind of cool because like me, I love hosting a good holiday meal at my house. I think it'd be kind of cool to taste these different holiday traditions from different countries, yeah. which is very different from their other food festivals that they have. Yeah, it's true. I like it. So there was one that I have to call out. You ready? You ready? Uh, am I? Am I? L'chaim Holiday Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm very excited about this one, and it is totally very stereotypical, but this is the Hanukkah one. They've got a pastrami on rye with house-made pickles and deli mustard, a smoked salmon potato latke, which sounds delicious. And actually, I once had a salmon Benedict on a potato latke. So they did like a potato latke instead of the English muffin. Yeah. Then did the salmon on top of it and the poached egg with the hollandaise sauce on top of that. And it was delicious. Cool. Like really, really, really good. They've also got regular potato latkes. Those are those potato pancakes that are so good. Regula, which is one of the best pastries. It's um, pastry filled with raspberry jam, walnuts, and cinnamon. And then, of course, a New York City classic, a black and white cookie, which if you put a box of black and white cookies in front of me, I will house that entire box of black and white cookies. Oh, those things are delicious. Very quickly. Yep, yep. They also do have a frozen New York whiskey sour featuring whiskey and manischewitz. I don't know how I feel oh. about that. <laughs> Interesting. If you haven't hey. had manischewitz, manischewitz is the sweetest wine on the planet. It's this kosher traditional Jewish wine that I don't know why it became traditional at all. And it's like brought up at holidays. And I think I've had a bottle of it that has lasted six years because we only open it to drink out of every once in a while. And it does not go bad <laughs> after six years. So uh, steer, steer clear. Look, over in the Mexico Pavilion, they've got a ton of Mexican-themed dishes. Over in China, they have the Shanghai Holiday Kitchen. They're doing one thing here. They've got, obviously, vegetable swing rolls. That seems like a no-brainer. But they also have a beef noodle soup with slow-braised beef shank, green onion, and house-made chili oil, which looks really, really tasty. Especially, like, in the evening in Florida, in the winter, it can get a little cold. That feels like a nice... Yeah. Nice little warm, warm in the belly. And then, really, it's it's kind of, again, imagine going all around the uh, World Showcase and finding those different things to uh, eat up. I do want to throw in one more. 
before we move on, okay. which if you are headed down to the festival of the holidays, if you do not go do this and then send us videos and photos of you enjoying this beautiful creation, yeah. I'll be very upset. So listeners who are headed there over the Joffrey's cart, my favorite yes. cart. Yes. <laughs> they have a Haracha cold brew. And no, what that no. is. Say that again. Say it again. I can't say it. I'm not from I'm not from LA. Horchata? It's Horchata. A, hey, there you go. You said it right. Did I say it right? Horchata cold you brew. Said- so it is a holly jolly blend of my personal favorite, the shaken Jamaican cold brew, and horchata topped with whipped cream and cinnamon. And you can also add a little spice drum in there if you're feeling extra jolly. Extra spicy. It sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds okay. I mean, is, I'm is not Joffrey's, drinking coffee is anymore. Is Joffrey's growing on you? I know. No, I it's not. Decaf. It's not growing on me. Are you, even drinking, but are you drinking decaf even? No, it's coffee. I got rid of coffee. Like, I can't. Wow. My, my system You're can't handle coffee. Human. It can handle caffeine, <laughs> but it can't handle coffee. So, I know. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, those are some of the highlights from Festival of the Holidays. I'm jealous. I feel like I need to go there and enjoy it and do those things. And also go see that phenomenal show that people wait hours in line for. Over at Epcot, the holiday show that they do at the American Pavilion in Epcot, which is like a big deal every year. Wait, are you talking about the Candlelight Processional? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen it before. I saw it back in 2004. And uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman, who's a Christian singer, I've never heard any of his music before, but I remember his name. He was our our narrator for that day. It was a really cool, moving experience. I do recommend it. I know the tickets out here are really hard to get for Disneyland, but I hear it's also good, but they only do it for like two nights here versus like every single night for the holiday season in Epcot. That's cool. All right. All right. Should we dip back back over to to the West Coast? Coast? Yes. Okay. Disneyland, real quick. There's really not a lot I can share that's new. There's actually nothing that I can share that's new over at Disneyland this year. But to remind you of some of the fun stuff that's going on at Disneyland for the holidays. And keep in mind, there is no ticketed event. So if you want to go enjoy all of your holiday celebrations in the parks and just pay for a regular park day, Disneyland is your girl. This is the place to be. Because you're not, for both California Adventure or Disneyland, you are not having to pay extra to see any of the stuff that we've been talking about on the West Coast. That's so interesting. Isn't that so interesting to you that, like, on the East Coast, all these special holiday things are extra ticketed events, but over on the West Coast, it's not. It's not. Like I was saying earlier, we have Oogie Boogie, but that's kind of it. They do sporadic ones that will be like a two or three night experience, but it's not a thing out here. And I think because it's just two parks and not a big resort environment, Mm. they just can't accommodate closing the parks for very many of those days. So that's my theory. I don't know if it's correct, but. Okay, so going (laughs) over to Disneyland, here are some of the things that you can expect for rides. We have the Haunted Mansion Holiday, which will be remaining until January 7th as the Nightmare Before Christmas theme. Also, It's a Small World has had its overlay, and it is adorable. You'll not be hearing the It's a Small World song. You'll be hearing, is it Deck the Halls instead? I can't remember. No, I thought it was like. It's like a mashup. Yeah, a mashup of all of them in different languages, which is kind of cool. Yeah. We also have the Christmas Fantasy Parade, which is returned to Disneyland. I just happened to look this up 
Here's my very quick vault on the Christmas fantasy parade. It's been around <laughs> since the year 2000, and it was just supposed to be for a couple of years as the, the seasonal 2000. parade. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, do you know what I'm I talking do. about? Conan O'Brien so, used to go like, in the year 2000. Oh, no. Do I was remember thinking that? you were meaning. Like I'm dating ourselves. No. Oh, no. No, I I'm don't remember myself. that. I thought you were referring to Flight of the Concords. No. When they're Conan robots. Conan O'Brien used to do this thing like where they'd be like, in the year 2000. Anyway, sorry. No, that's just. It's a deep man. cut. Somebody listening about. will understand. I feel like Andrew Cover, I'm calling you out. I feel like this might be up your alley. Like, nah. you would, I feel like you're a Conan O'Brien kind of guy. Maybe. I don't think so. I don't think Andrew is a Conan guy. And I also feel like you're dating yourself. <laughs> Let's also remember that Adam is significantly older than me. Not significantly. Just because I'm turning 40 in March doesn't turning mean 40 anything. Or- I'm turning 40 wow. in March. Wow, look at 40. you, you old geezer. The big 4-0. And let me tell you, my back if- hurts really bad. <laughs> oh, no. I know. Getting old sucks. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, parades. Anyhow, the the parade started in 2000, and it's been going ever since. We also have the Believe in Holiday Magic fireworks show, which will be going on. And I also saw this fun fact. They host 80,000 twinkling lights on the Sleeping Beauty Castle during that show. I mean, in general. Do you remember the Sleeping Beauty Castle during, was it Disneyland's 50th? Or maybe it was 60th or something where they had it all crystalled out like that with the with the sparkling lights and all those things. Do you remember the 60th. this? 60th. Yep, it, it was, was the 60th. 60th. Yeah. It was stunning. Yeah, because they wanted yeah. to have that silver color. Last thing about Disneyland, you can go see Santa over at the Critter Country area. And then I want to throw this honorable mention in. This is a favorite of our families. I'm going to make everybody go do this again when we go visit this next week. <laughs> Over at the Grand Californian, you can go in and see the Grand Gingerbread House, which is a, a large gingerbread house that they have in the center of the Grand Californian lobby. Next to it, they also have a little stand where you can buy gingerbread cookies and other like Christmas cookies, which is really, really great. And they also make cookie shot glasses with a shot of either like Bailey's or some sort of liqueur usually is what they offer. So that's what we did last year is Ray got a gingerbread cookie and we got the shot glasses and tried those. So I want to go back again. The Grand Californian Gingerbread House changes every year. Last year it was the shape of the Grand Californian Hotel. But my understanding is that it is seven feet tall and 12 feet wide. And the structure is created from more than 600 pounds of gingerbread and 600 pounds of powdered sugar. With 250 pounds of fondant, and there are 25 hidden Mickeys in it. Whoa. You got to wonder between that one and the gingerbread house of the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. When they start making these things. Like, I'm thinking August, July. Oh, my gosh. July? They have to, like, start in July is my my thinking. To make both I of them. I also heard, I don't know what they do on the West Coast. I'm sure they give it away to a farm as well. But on the East Coast... The gingerbread houses go to the different farms that have some of the animals on the like the Circle D Ranch and all those places. Awesome. So like pigs and chickens will eat some of the leftover gingerbread. <laughs> and I think they also give it to bees to help with the honey. Aww. So, yeah, pretty cute. 
Okay, well, that's all the West Coast info for Christmas for you. All right, well, let's get back over to the Christmas Coast, because that's what we're calling the East Coast, since they do a lot more out here. It's the Christmas Coast, because we actually have weather on the East Coast that, like, resembles Christmas. Maybe that's that's why the Christmas Coast. that's unfortunate for you. We have have that on the West Coast, just not in Southern California. (laughs) And neither in Florida, either. I've been watching these vlogs and seeing these vloggers, like, at the holiday stuff in Florida, dripping in sweat. They're like, it's Christmas, it's (laughs) magical. And they're like... Sweat pouring off their face. Anyway, the last one to mention is Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party at the Magic Uh Kingdom. This is the classic. This is the classic event that happens every year. This year, it is on 25 nights. It started November 9th, and the last night is December 22nd, which is very interesting that they don't do this actually on Christmas Eve, right? Like, it feels weird because the park's open, so... And the park's open on Christmas. Yeah. Which is weird. They don't do it. Anyway, because I think there'd be a lot of people who'd be like, forget the family thing. We're going to Mickey for Christmas. Yeah. So this includes Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. We also have the marching band of toy soldiers that are involved in that, as long as Santa Claus, who ends the parade as well. And this is also where they Mm -hmm. film the Christmas Day Parade that you get to watch on ABC every year is done at the Magic Kingdom in Florida. Yeah. So they have performers and this and that and all that stuff, and it is the parade, this parade that you get to see. They're going to have a couple of holiday overlays. One that I have not heard of before, and I'm very curious what this one is, but it's Space Mountain Holiday Run. Oh. So they have a holiday overlay on Space Mountain now. So I'm very curious. What is it, like what Run Run Rudolph? A, like what run, song run, is it? I don't know. Would that be amazing if it was Run Run Rudolph? I know. Oh my gosh. Or um what's the other one from Home Alone? Oh Rockin' Around. Rockin' Around the Christmas tree. tree. Yeah, that one. That'd be good. So yeah, Space Mountain Holiday Run. And then also the ever favorite Jingle Cruise, which only happens on the Jungle Cruise in Florida. And that's one you can ride anytime. So the Jingle Cruise is open for regular guests as well, not just folks paying for the Christmas party. They have a lot of food and drink items as well. However, what's mm-hmm. kind of cool is you get complimentary food and beverages at multiple locations in the park for this. Ooh, so what okay. they do is there's complimentary cookies and cocoa, a designated spots throughout the Magic Kingdom, and some other specialty non-alcoholic beverages, because it is the Magic Kingdom, that they do offer for free. And which they've kind of started okay. to do, because I think they needed to add a little value to this. So like the villains after hours that they used to do and stuff like that, you could get free popcorn, free premium Mickey ice cream bars, free sodas, free water, stuff like that is what you were able to get during those parties. So they started to do more of that and incorporate more free treats at uh, Mickey's very Merry Christmas party. So there is a few stage shows. There's the Mickey's most merriest celebration show, which happens on the stage four times throughout the night. There is one huge Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks. They're Minnie's Fireworks, not Mickey's. Minnie owns the fireworks. Oh, that's cute. There is a Frozen Holiday Surprise, which is a performance shown twice. Over at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe, it's Club Tinsel. They turn it into a little dance party, a little Christmas-themed dance party oh, over there. Oh, that's adorable. Also in Tomorrowland, there's the Disney Junior Jingle Jam, which is like a big party. You know that stage area uh-huh. in Tomorrowland where they have like characters yeah. out to dance? and they do, Yeah, so it's the Disney Junior Jingle Jam. And they've also got multiple photo opportunities, because why would they not buy those photo passes, Yeah, why not? Folks? 
And this is new this year. Guests have a chance to join a separate virtual queue for Tron Light Cycle Run. Oh, so cool. if you're having trouble getting on the ride and you want to do it at night, which, by the way, do it at night because blasting off under that canopy at night is incredible. Uh, you get a chance there. And then they also have party exclusive merchandise and then additional snacks available for purchase as well. Look, it looks fun. Like the minis fireworks probably are great. Like if you just want to feel cozy and warm and like, cause it's Florida, you're going to feel warm, but cozy <laughs> with the holidays. I think this would be a fun one. Like, I mean, come on. Where else can you go get a photo with Tweedledee and Tweedledum? They're there. Yeah. And some of the other Jacks, you know, Santa, Jack Skeleton's out there is Santa Jack. We've got Toy Soldiers. Alice is appearing with the White Rabbit in Fantasyland. Yay! Which is kind of cool. Girl. And like, you know, they've got Minnie, Donald, and Daisy, and Mickey all out in their Christmas best. And you ready for it? I'm saving the best for last. Oh, I'm ready. Santa Stitch. Oh, that is cute. Did you just admit Stitch. Stitch is cute? Oh, I think Stitch is Did great. Did you just admit Stitch is cute? Stitch is and cute. I, I like Stitch. My daughter's his... obsessed with Stitch. It's not it's his right. right. It doesn't ever. exist anymore. Well, he's hanging out and it's calling it Mary Stitchmas. <laughs> and there's a oh photo spot gosh. there to take a photo with him over literally by his ride that has been since closed. So that is the very Merry Christmas party. Tickets range all the way from, I believe, $159 on some nights in November to over $200 closer to Christmas that you get for that party. Dang. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. The last thing I have to mention, and we have to actually remember to put this photo on the Instagram because it is the best treat out of all of the Disney parks for Christmas. And I have to pull this one up. And it is over at Hollywood Studios. And I just... Ant with it, and I absolutely love it. And it is <laughs> the melted snowman sugar cookie at Pizza Rizzo over at Hollywood oh. Studios. And Dana, I'm sorry you have to see this. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I absolutely love it, and we need it. Oh my gosh, it's amazing! It's got pretzel <laughs> arms. It looks it's it's melted. It's a melted. It's, it's totally melted. It's a melted marshmallow. I don't know why in. this did it for me when I saw this earlier today, but I was like, that would be the one treat I would zero in on and need to go get. Yeah, it's pretty one. great. I don't know I why, it. but it's there. It's there. Anyway, hopefully this was informative, helpful, entertaining. I don't know. Christmas at the parks. I loved it. Christmas with a dash of Hanukkah at the parks. There we go. I love it. Well, dash, well, dash. I can't wait. I can't wait to tell you guys how much we enjoyed the holiday season at Disneyland. And, you know, I know that Adam has his big run, his big dopey challenge coming up in early January. So we've got some fun updates and reviews to be giving you pretty soon. But with that, we hope you all have we hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And with that, I'm just going to mention because you brought up my little 48.6 mile dopey challenge. We are more than 50% of our way to raising $8,000 for this event. So we've raised close to $4,500. We'll post the link on the Instagram again. If you all feel like supporting, helping me kick cancer's rear end, very much appreciate it. But we are so close. We're over 50% of the way to raising $8,000 that's going to go to cancer research immediately. So I'm really excited about that and just really showing up down there and making an impact and a difference through running across the Walt Disney World Resort. 
yeah, post it so everybody can go and donate if they would like to. But with that, folks, we hope that you all had a lovely Thanksgiving (laughs) and we are excited for the holiday season to be upon us. So Mariah Carey season, as we love Mariah season, Mariah season. And for you, Dana, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. This time stuff. I can't. I can't. As should you, Adam. Enjoy your Thanksgiving and we will see you guys all in another week. Have a good one. 